Public service announcement. I have just temporarily closed the doors to Lifestyle Business School. If you are a current or aspiring expertise-based business that has a business, courses, coaching, masterminds, where you are divorcing your value from your time, or that is the business model that you want, you likely know that Lifestyle Business School is the program that I have been tirelessly working on over the last six months to build out six comprehensive playbooks, which basically lay out the entire path. It has everything from business model design to offer creation, to back-end delivery, to driving traffic, live launch campaigns, automated campaigns, everything you could possibly need to start or grow a leveraged expertise-based business to the lifestyle business sweet spot. Now, never fear because we've only temporarily closed the doors and we have added a wait list. So if you head to lifestylebusiness.school forward slash join, pop your name on the wait list and you are going to be notified when we open up the doors with everything built out, which is super exciting. And all of the exciting changes that we have made to the program as well, which we will share in due course. But in order to get the special VIP bonuses, when we do open the door, I want you to go and pop your name on the wait list now. So that is going to be lifestylebusiness.school forward slash join, put your name on the wait list, and you will be the first to be notified when we open up the doors with everything built out with a lot of exciting changes and with pretty much the best deal under the sun. All right, let's get into today's podcast episode. When's the last time you spring cleaned your business? In this episode, I'm going to tell you all about what I did and why you need to do it too. If you've got big business dreams, but you're feeling stuck when it comes to all things social media, digital, and content marketing, this is the podcast for you. And if you like free stuff, well, I've got you sorted there as well. Head over to steviesayssocial.com slash little black book now to steal my little black book of social media secrets. You're listening to the Stevie Says Social Podcast. Welcome to episode 61 of the Stevie Says Social podcast. Guys, I missed an episode last week. You may or may not have noticed that I did not drop into your uh, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts on a Tuesday. Now, that only ever happens when it is busy in Stevie Says Social life. And trust me, it is was. If you've been listening to my last few podcast episodes, you would know that I have been in launch mode for my signature social media program, Hashtags Aren't The Answer. And what an exciting full-on time that was. Now, side note, if you are interested in still joining the Hashtags Aren't The Answer program, which is the complete roadmap to social media success, you still can. You can head to steviesayssocial.com forward slash bootcamp and register for the free training, which is there for you basically at any time now. You need to head over, register, and the first lesson will drop into your inbox. 
You'll also get the details for how you can join us inside the program. Now, I'm actually going to cover lessons from launching this program in an upcoming podcast episode because there is some gold, both good, bad, funny, a lot of cool, funny, weird stories. I don't know what to call them. Uh, from the few weeks that I spent launching the program. And I think that it might be beneficial for some of you guys to hear about the process of going through something like that. So I won't cover that too much in this episode. The reason why I'm bringing up the launch though is because what I'm going to talk about in this episode is how to spring clean your business. How is this relevant, I hear you say? Well, after launching, I basically had a whole lot of business clutter, kind of like a launch hangover, if you will. Things like messy folders, my inbox was a mess, there were random documents all over my desktop. I just felt cluttered in business and in life, and I was at the point where I knew that I needed to do something about it. I was getting stressed, I was feeling like I wasn't on top of everything, and I knew that I needed to mentally clear out the space to do my best work. And in order to do that, I felt like I need to physically clear out my desk space, clear out things like my email folders, and essentially spring clean my business Marie Kondo style. Now, anyone that follows me on Instagram would know that I put a post up on my Instagram account on Sunday night, so a few days ago, about this exact topic. Side note, that is the most popular Instagram post that I have ever posted on my account. It has over a hundred saves. It has so many people commenting on it. And so I think that this whole kind of biz clutter conundrum is something that is not just something that I deal with. I think as business owners, it is kind of the last thing that you put on the list, right? When you're really, really busy, the last thing that you get around to doing is actually cleaning up your processes, cleaning up your business and doing all of the things that kind of give you the mental clarity and space to do your best work. So in this episode, what I'm going to do is walk you through all of the things that I did to spring clean my business, because what I can say is that it has absolutely transformed the way that I kind of feel about things at the moment. I don't feel cluttered. I don't feel stressed. I actually went into Monday morning a couple of days ago and I was just feeling so excited about work. I sat down at a clean desk. I opened up my computer and I knew that all of my files were in the right place. And the impact that that can have on your mental well-being, well, guys, I can attest that it is absolutely significant. (laughs) Now, what I will admit is that it meant spending my Friday night organizing my Google Drive. Yes, I just admitted that out loud, but the difference that it's made, well, I cannot say. 
Actually, I lie. I can say because that's exactly what I'm going through in the episode, right? (laughs) Now, guys, before we get into it, if you want to download a step-by-step checklist of literally everything that I did to spring clean my business, I have literally got all of the details in there. I've got a checklist that might inspire you to do the same. Head over to steviesayssocial.com forward slash 61 and you can download that there. I highly recommend that you do. I've done all of the hard work for you. Okay, now let's go into the three steps that I took to spring clean my business. So number one was writing that step-by-step checklist, only it wasn't really a to-do list, okay? So I started by writing a stress list and it had two columns in it. And if you download the freebie, you'll see exactly how I structured it. But Essentially, in the first column, I wrote down all of the things that were stressing me out. I wrote a long list of everything that was either getting me down, that was causing me angst, or that was just straight up making my life hard. And it was really easy to write that list. And it was quite a long one, right? Because there were so many things that were cluttering up my mind that I knew I needed to get sorted in my business or sorted, sorry, in my business, but I never really took the time to actually get it done. So I wrote all of those things down. Even the process of doing that was a really freeing one, right? Because they were all these things that were going around my mind. They were constantly on my mind, but I'd never actually written them down in a list. The second thing I did was in the second column of my stress list, I wrote down the solutions. So I wrote down everything that was a solution to the things that were stressing me out. So that was step one of spring cleaning my business. Step two was actually setting aside the time to go through and tick off all of the things that would fix what was stressing me out. Now, I'm still going through a busy time. I'm delivering the hashtags aren't the answer content for my students. I'm getting the membership set up. I'm really focused on that at the moment. So I knew that I didn't have the time during the week in order to get the things that I needed to get done on the list done. So I decided to set aside my weekend, which I actually really didn't mind, right? I just decided, okay, this weekend I'm going to commit to spring cleaning my business and it's actually going to make me feel so much better. So step two was setting aside the time. Step three was actually getting it done. So what I thought I'd do is go through each of the things that I put on my stress list and then what I went through and actually achieved because hopefully it will actually help you. All right, so I basically had a few different sections in terms of the things that I needed to do to spring clean my life or my business, not my life. My life is a whole other kettle of fish. (laughs) Okay, so number one was file management. Number two was my inbox. Number three was my personal space. Number four was my life. So not my personal life, but just things in terms of life admin I needed to do. Number five was structure. So where I was lacking structure in my business. Let's go through each of them in detail. 
So number one was file management. I had files saved in random places. I had no naming conventions for my documents. So I just had random names for everything. And I had really messy folders. They were the things that were stressing me out. So I decided to do a complete clean out of my Google Drive and my Mac. And yes, I did this on a Friday night. And yes, my partner called me the biggest geek in the world, but I kind of low-key loved it. (laughs) I went through and I basically deleted and archived all of my old folders and all of my old files. I went through and introduced a new file structure. So essentially, I put together a structure that would make sense for me and my business. I basically had four folders that were my key folders. And as soon as you go into my Google Drive now, these are the folders that you see. So they're the business folder, the personal folder, the archive folder, and the education folder. So pretty much everything within my business and on my computer was and is now saved into one of those four folders. Within each of those folders, there is then a whole series of other folders that are really clearly named. So for example, in the business folder, the first folder is brand assets. And within there, there are things like, you know, my logo and my style guide. And all of that is really, really clear and easy to find. This is going to make a huge difference for me because I was always frantically trying to find, you know, a headshot for somebody for a guest podcast or my bio, or I was trying to find my logos and it was just a complete mess. The other thing that I did in terms of brand assets while we're particularly on that folder is that I went through and actually added things like my logos and all of my brand assets into my Canva in really clearly identified folders so that they were really easily able to be found in there as well. So after I introduced my new file structure, I went through and I refiled every single document into the correct folder. I made sure that everything had a place and that it was really straightforward. And when I did it, I also went through and I renamed a lot of my documents with a naming convention. So all of my documents now have the same kind of structure in terms of the title. This is really, really helpful when it comes to searching for documents on things like your Mac. So I'm going to make sure that I use that naming convention for every new document that I now save on my Google Drive. The second thing that I did with file management was basically to store all of my files in the one place. So what was stressing me out is that I had files stored on my Google Drive, I had some stored on my Mac, and I never really knew where to go to find things, right? I also knew that I kind of am coming up to the stage where I'll be hiring someone to help me out in my business. And there is no way that anyone would have known where anything was. So I wanted to make things really clear and put them into one really easily kind of shareable space. So Google Drive was the one for me. 
What I did here is I downloaded Google Drive for desktop, so you can actually have a desktop version of Google Drive, which I didn't know before, right? And I went through and I synced my Mac and my Google Drive and made sure that everything was in the one place. So I essentially moved any document that was randomly saved on my map, on my Mac, sorry, and I moved it into my Google Drive, into the folders that I had had set up. So the third thing in terms of file management, well, that was stressing me out was the fact that I had too many random files on my desktop. So I've made a plan and a promise to myself to ensure that my desktop is cleared out every single day. I don't know if you're like me, but I have this really bad habit of just like using my desktop as a complete dumping ground for any random file that I download and save. That will happen no more. Everything now has a place and I will make sure that I clear everything off my desktop at the end of the day and put it into its new pretty home on my Google Drive. The fourth thing in terms of file management, in terms of what was stressing me out, was that I was worried that important things like podcasts and videos and big files that were sitting on my computer weren't backed up. But I never actually got around to doing it. It was just something that was always on my mind. So I went and I backed up all of my big and important files to an external hard drive. And this is something that actually took a fair bit of time. So it took a long time for the files to transfer over because they were massive, right? If you're going to do this, I recommend just setting it up at, you know, the end of a evening and just letting it go overnight because it can really slow down your computer. So that is file management. And they were the things that were stressing me out and what I did. The second category I had was inbox. So the first thing that was stressing me out there is that, and a lot of people I know will relate to this, but there were a lot of really kind of loose end emails sitting in my inbox. So what I did is I set a timer and I went through and I replied or dealt with every outstanding email in my inbox. You know, those emails that you get where you kind of open them and you're not entirely sure what to do with them. So they're just kind of sitting in there and they're just on your mind. I didn't want that mental clutter. So I went through and I dealt with every single one. The second thing that was stressing me out with my inbox was that I was spending too much time writing one-off emails. So a, you know, random request would come in and it would be a request that I would get uh, similar requests for, you know, on a regular basis. And I was individually writing back to each of those emails. I knew that that was wasting a lot of time in my day. So what I did is I went through and I made a list of all of the common emails that I wrote across different areas of my business. So common emails that I wrote to members or to podcast requests or to basically lots of different areas. I then drafted really thoughtful canned responses for all of them. So when you think of canned responses, you probably think of a really kind of uh, cardboard generic email response. 
No, that is not what I did because customer service and that personal touch is the one thing that I really want to have set me apart in my business. So I made sure that every single email response was really thoughtful and it was easily able to be personalized to the particular circumstance. So even though it was a generic email, I would be able to go in and change certain elements of it so that it was personalized to each person. What I then did, and such a cool feature of Gmail, if you're using Gmail as your email service provider, is that I went through and I added them as Gmail canned responses. So basically, you can add them in as uh, templates for you to use for your Gmail emails, and you literally just select them when you need them, and you can go through and personalize them as you see fit and send them off absolute game changer. Highly recommend that you guys do this if you haven't already. The third thing that was stressing me out with my inbox is that I was just getting too many random emails. So I had over time signed up for marketing emails and just a whole heap of random emails and they were starting to build up. So what I did here is I searched my Gmail inbox for anything that said unsubscribe and that brought up a lot of the marketing emails. Now I got rid of about 70% of them. There's still some that I absolutely love receiving and I kept those in there, but just not having that clutter, especially uh, being in Australia, what I find is in the morning, a lot of the emails from the States, the marketing emails come through overnight. And so I just start my day off with a whole heap of clutter and I did not want that. So I went through and I made sure that that would not be an issue. So that is what I did in terms of my inbox. The third category that I had on my stress list was my space. So this was my own personal workspace, right? And the first thing that was really, really stressing me out was the clutter. I don't know if you can identify with this, but just random documents on my desk and, you know, an old kind of water glass and just things that shouldn't be there. So I went through and I spring cleaned and I'm making a commitment to make sure that my desk is 100% clean at the end of every single day. The second thing that was stressing me out is that my workspace was really uninspiring. So I actually went shopping. I went online shopping. I bought a really cool piece of artwork that I will show you when it arrives. It's awesome. It's got palm trees and a pink surfboard. So it is right up my alley and it will sit over my desk. And I did little things like updating my desktop picture on my computer and adding a, you know, a vase with some flowers and just little things to make my desk and my workspace more inspiring. The third thing that was stressing me out was my chair. I had this very sexy looking but very uncomfortable chair and it just was not functional for the amount of time that I was spending in it. So I took myself off to the shop and I bought a new chair. My partner absolutely loved the time that he spent assembling it because it was not the most easy of tasks, but you know, it's going to make my life a lot more comfortable and easy. And I highly recommend that you invest in one if you don't have one at the moment. The fourth thing that was stressing me out when it came to my space was my printer. So I run an online business and I don't need to print a lot, right? 
But I had this horrible $30 printer that I bought because it was cheap and it would run out of ink after, I swear, three or four pages. It was then really expensive to buy new cartridges and I was just completely over it. So when I went to buy the chair, I also invested in a good printer. And guys, this printer does not require ink for two years. I know that I'm a massive geek and I don't know why, but it is so exciting to me because it means that when I do actually need to print something out, I just press a button on my computer, it prints out. I don't need to worry about silly things like needing ink every two seconds or having to go down to the local print shop in order to get something printed out. So that was what I did in terms of my space. And I'm really excited about these things because I'd kind of thought about doing it for a long time, but never got around to doing it. And I think just sitting down at an inspiring workplace where you're actually kind of, you know, really happy to be there and your visual surroundings. I don't know, for me, I'm such a visual person and I love that sort of thing. I think that's really going to motivate me in my work as well. So the next category that I had on my stress list was life. And these are things that indirectly impact my business because they take time away from this time that I'm spending doing work or they're things that never get done because I'm otherwise occupied with work. So the first thing on my list is that I never really had time to cook healthy meals. Now, if my partner was listening to this, he would absolutely be cracking up right now because he pretty much cooks all of the time. (laughs) But what I wanted to do was make sure that I was eating really, really well, right? Because it has such an impact on things like your energy levels and just how you feel about things. So what I decided to do was to sign up to a meal delivery service and essentially a box now arrives on my doorstep Every Monday, it has got all of the ingredients that we need to make sure that we're cooking really, really healthily. It's giving us some variety in our meals. It doesn't take a long time. And it's just ticked something off the list that was always on my mind. The second thing in terms of the life category was that, and it's kind of related to work, but kind of not, I could never find a goddamn phone charger. So I would keep it next to my bed. Then when I you know, needed to go to a client meeting, I would pop it in my bag and I would take it out with me. Then when I came home, I you know, would put it next to my uh, desk and it would just kind of hop around the house and I could never, ever find it. So I decided to buy four phone chargers. I have one in every place that I possibly need one and has absolutely been one of the best things that I've done because I'm not constantly tearing my hair out trying to find my phone charger. Really important when you work in social media, right? Another thing on my stress list along sort of similar lines is the fact that I never had enough USB ports for my Mac. Now, if you have a MacBook Pro like me, you would know that you need a different adapter for it. And it can be really painful because when you've got a, well, for me, when I need to plug in my podcast mic and my mouse and my webcam, I need three different adapters and I never, ever had enough. So I just went out and I bought a whole heap of those adapters 
so that I had plenty. These are the little things, guys. These are the frustrations in your everyday working life, whether they're these ones specifically for you or there's something else that can be complete game changers. Other little things I did, I had on my stress list that I never drank enough water, so I bought an absolutely banging water bottle that permanently sits on my desk. The other thing is never exercising. I would get into the zone of work and I just would not exercise. So I've made a new commitment to just get straight out of bed and go and do the exercise that I need to. It is really important for my mental health. It is really important for things like just making sure that I'm starting the day off right and it absolutely impacts my work life. Now, the next thing in terms of categories that I had on my stress list was structure. Now, what I was finding is that I was spending, firstly, too much time on the same tasks. So what I've done here is I've decided to commit more time up front to set up structures and templates for every key area of my business. This is going to be really important as well, obviously, when I bring somebody on to help me. But rather than reinventing the wheel every single time I do something, I'm committing to spending a little bit more time on every task at the moment to make sure that everything is set up with templates, processes, and structures. So one thing that you might notice, for example, if you're on my email list, is that I have set up new templates for my emails rather than going in and reinventing the wheel and writing new emails and setting them up individually. I have individual templates now that I literally just plug in every time. It's kind of the same as, you know, those people that say that they have a capsule wardrobe and they never really need to think about what they're wearing every day because they've got a certain number of items. I think that the mental space that having those sorts of structures set up kind of makes for you is completely game-changing because it means that you know exactly what the structure is for every task. You have all of the templates that you need and you're not wasting your time. So the second thing that I had in terms of structure is that I had too many random to-do lists. So I would have to-do lists on my phone in my notes section. I would have them in the notes section of my Mac. I would have them on a piece of paper, just to-do lists and action items and tasks everywhere. And as I'm sure you can probably imagine, that is not an easy way of doing things. So I have gotten back to... Trello. Now, I have tried every project management software out there, and I know that different ones work for different people, but I had never really found one that I absolutely loved. The closest that I've gotten is Trello. I don't know the way that my mind works with the way that the uh, Trello project management software is set out. It's really kind of suited to me, and it's suited to the way that I kind of Um, structure things with my to-do list. So I've decided and I've committed to putting absolutely everything inside of Trello. All of my to-do lists are in there, all of my upcoming tasks, absolutely everything. I've deleted all of the random notes on my Mac in the notes section, all of the random notes on my phone in the notes section. I've put it all inside of Trello and it feels so good to know exactly where everything is. If I have a random idea for something that I want to do in my business, which I have about 63 times a day, I actually have a tab within Trello for that exact thing. It's 
called the ideas list. It doesn't need to be done straight away, but the fact that it's actually written down somewhere, it's on a list and it's not going to get lost is really mentally freeing. Now, the next thing that I had in terms of structure, in terms of what was stressing me out was workflows. And I've kind of mentioned it a little bit, but I've really committed to writing checklists and getting really clear on what I need to do at every part of the day, the week, the month, and exactly what the structure of each of those things look like. So what I did here is I wrote a checklist and a workflow for all of my key tasks. So for example, for putting together a podcast, I put together a complete workflow for that. Um, I also mapped out exactly what I need to be doing with in my business over the next three months. So all of the promotions that I'm going to be running, the content that I'm going to be producing, and I mapped it all out on a calendar. So I used my new printer. I put the pages in front of me and I just got a good old pen and I wrote down exactly what I wanted to do in each of the days within that period. I then translated all of that into my Trello. And so I know exactly what I need to do and all of the workflows for each of those things. Again, so freeing. These are the things that really clear up your mind so that when you sit down every day, you're not kind of stressing that you're missing something, right? Finally, in terms of structure, admin. So there's a few things here. I got my zero up to date. So all of my finances, I made sure that I was scheduling time to update that regularly from here on in. And finally, and this is a big one, I made a rule that I would only touch things once. So what I mean by that is that, for example, if I go into my email inbox and I open an email, I either need to action it at that time or there's no other alternative really. I need to action it at that time. What I was finding is that I was starting on something and then I was stopping or I would go into my email inbox when I didn't have the time to actually action the things that I was reading and things would just sit there and it would really play on my mind. So making sure that I'm only kind of allocating time to do things or going in to do things when I've actually got time allocated to do them absolute game changer, I feel, but I'll report on my progress with that. Now, guys, if you are still with me, it's either because you're a complete organizational geek, in which case I probably need to hire you, or you're a business owner just like me that has been feeling a little bit cluttered in your biz life and might be feeling like you need to kind of go through and do a little bit of a spring clean as well. If so, I hope that this episode has inspired you. I can 100% say that my mind feels clearer at the moment. I feel 1,000 times less stressed. I know where everything is. And as a result of my weekend spring clean, I've just made my life way, way easier. I feel so much lighter and better about everything. So highly recommend that you give it a go. If you want some inspiration, as I said, for how I did it, and you want my complete stress list with everything that I went through in this episode, head to steviesayssocial.com forward slash 61. You can download it there. 
All right, guys, I hope that this episode has been helpful for you, even though it wasn't strictly social media and marketing related. I do feel like this sort of work really frees you up to do the things that you need to do in terms of strategizing and all of that sort of thing in your business. The mindset side is so, so important. And I think that in terms of decluttering your mind, this is something you need to put on your to-do list. All right, guys, that is it from me. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to be notified when new Stevie Says Social episodes drop every Tuesday, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. And while you're there, leave me a quick rating and a quick review. I would be so grateful. All right, until next week, enjoy your biz spring clean, perhaps this weekend. Until then.